Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there will be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Hello listeners, my name is Ify and it's my joy to share the Word of God with you today. I want to say thank you for tuning in and my special thanks goes to Pastor Joel Ojadi, the set man of this ministry, for this wonderful opportunity to share. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to share your word and I pray that as I do, that the entrance of your word will give light and understanding to each and every one of us. I also pray for the grace to do what we're here today. And Father, I just yield myself to you and I just trust you to just have your way today in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll be sharing a message I've entitled Press On. And this is the part one of this message. You know, I love going for walks and enjoying the cool breeze as I talk to the Lord. And there's this path on my walk that is a bit steep as though you were climbing a a hill and almost always there usually will be a bike that will pass by me and I can't help but notice the extra effort it takes the bike riders to go up that hill. You know, some start to brace themselves as they approach the hill by getting up from their seated position and applying more pressure as they climb the hill. And you know, for that particular spot, whether you're on a bike, whether you're running or walking, you will find that you need to exert a little more energy that you, than you normally do on a level ground. You know, as I made these observations, the Lord started to speak to me about our different journeys in life. You know, the level surface ground can be likened to the smooth sailing aspect of our life's journey, and the steep surface can be likened to the difficulties, the challenges, you know, we encounter in life. The Lord began to point out to me that we cannot approach our challenging seasons the same way we approach our smooth sailing seasons. You know, all of us have been through difficult seasons, and some of us are currently going going through situations where we feel like throwing in the towel, we've fasted, we've prayed, we've sown seeds, we've done all we know to do and still no results. You know, there's a temptation in this scenario to give up and to quit. But just like anyone approaching the hill, the Lord says to us today that it's not time to give up, but it's time to press, to double down on our resolve not to quit till we see a manifestation of the finished work of Christ concerning that situation. You know, just like the runner draws on his inner strength as they climb that hill, it's time for us to quit trying and relying, you know, just on our own strength, but to draw from God's strength, his inexhaustible strength as we tackle the challenges of life. In Ephesians 6 verse 10, Paul writing here said, In conclusion, be strong in the Lord, be empowered through your union with him, draw your strength from him, that strength which is boundless might provides. You know, we are one with Christ and we see that in 1 Corinthians 6, 17 and it says, but the one who 
joins himself to the Lord is mingled into one spirit with him. So we can take advantage of our oneness with him as we draw from his strength. And how do we do that? You know, by acknowledging him in all our ways, by our being aware of him, by our fixing our focus on him, being conscious of his presence with us, knowing that we're not alone. You know, let's take a look at 1 Samuel chapter 17. The Holy Spirit reminded me of the scripture as I pondered on this. And it's the story of David and Goliath, which a lot of us are familiar with. You know, David in this story was a man who was aware of the one with him. We see Goliath here challenging the armies of Israel to a fight. And we also see David's bravery in deciding to go against this very intimidating figure, Goliath. And my key verse here in 1 Samuel 17 is verse 48. It says, So it was that when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hurried and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. And in in verse 49, we see him killing the giant. So it says here that as Goliath arose and started making his way to David, David hurried and ran towards the army to meet Goliath. David was not going to be casual about this fight. He knew it was time to take action and he was not going to back down and give up and hide behind the battle lines. In bold confidence, he hurried and ran to meet Goliath. You know, what audacity David had. And you might wonder what gave David such confidence And we have our answers in verses 33 to 37 and verses 45 to 47. You know, we're going to be reading some of these verses. And in verse 33, we see Saul trying to dissuade David from this fight. And Saul said to David, you're not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you're a youth and he a man of war from his youth. And then from verses 34 to 36, David tells Saul how he killed the lion and the bear. And I will jump to verse 37. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. You know, it's interesting to see King Saul's response to him. He saw that there was no dissuading David anymore, and he gave up trying to. You know, and I pray for us today that the Lord will birth such deep convictions in our heart like David had. Convictions that, you know, make us immovable, knowing in whom we have believed knowing that he will come through for us as we as we trust him day by day. So in verse 45, we see David's response to Goliath as Goliath cursed him. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the Lord of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. You see, David's speakings here in these verses are the speakings of a man whose heart was fixed on the Lord. He didn't just know God from what other people said, but he knew God experientially. He knew God for himself. He had proven God faithful on the backside of the desert when no one was watching. And from the wealth of that experience, he knew the outcomes of this fight because God is the same yesterday, today and forever. You know, David was occupied with the Lord and his confidence was on the Lord, not in his strength or his own abilities. You know, I just want to emphasize the value of fixing our heart on the Lord as we see in David's life here in his encounter with Goliath. In Psalm 57 verse 7, which is a psalm of David as well, David speaking here said, My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. 
You know, the word fixed here is a Hebrew word kun, and it means fasten, be prepared, you know, make provision. And this same word kun was translated prepared in Second Chronicles chapter 12, verse 14. And that verse says, and he, that's referring to Rehoboam, did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord. You see, it is dangerous not to prepare our hearts in advance as we do life and as we get into our day. You know, a prepared heart is a heart that seeks the Lord, a heart that sets its affections on things above, a heart that feasts on heavenly realities. A prepared heart is a heart that is full of God, a heart that is occupied with the Lord, a, a heart that is conscious of whose they are, who they are, and the authority that they have in Jesus. You know, starting your day with your heart prepared and with your heart fixed on the Lord is one sure way to climb that hill and come out victorious. I want to encourage you not to be tempted to get into your day without seeking the Lord first and declaring his word over your day. You know, there are times that I've tried it and it didn't work out so well. You have an advantage over your day by seeking him first. So wake up with thanksgiving. Wake up with great expectations for the great things the Lord will do in that day. Command your morning and declare the word of God over your day. You know, you can declare the lines are falling onto me in place and place places and the head and not the tail. The favor of the Lord surrounds me as a shield. You know, all things are working together for my good. You know, occupy yourself with the Lord. Shape your day with his word. In Hebrews 1.3, it says that the world was framed and formed by the word of God. And when contrary situations arise, actively resist it. Don't accept it. You know, we've, we've been born into a war, but it's rigged in our favor. Make up your mind that you're not going to be a victim as you boldly appropriate the finished works of Christ. You know, David did not submit to Goliath. He resisted him and went against him. Don't submit to the challenges that come your way. Don't be passive and act like, oh, it will just go away. Again, actively resist it and be open to the strategies the Lord will give you in every battle. You know, in this instance, it didn't make sense for David to go against a giant with stones. But I believe the Lord empowered those stones to strike Goliath at the right place. So trust the Lord with your challenges and trust him for the strategies as well. You know, sometimes the Lord might, re might require you to act and sometimes he might require you to be still because it's like, just leave this one to me. The bad, this battle is mine. So as we press on to conquer the challenges that come our way, it's important that we see the outcomes we want with our eyes of faith. You know, faith sees what is not yet real to our senses. In verse 46 of this um, um, scripture in 1 Samuel 17, we see David detailing how he will, you know, defeat the giants. He said, I will strike you and take your head from you. I will give the carcasses of the camel of Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth. You know, very graphic details indeed. David had a God-inspired vision that kept him focused and that led to his defeating the giants. You know, I want to note here that David did not just see an adversary. He saw an opportunity to announce God to the whole world. And God also used this adversity to announce David to the world. And I want to tell you today that that adversity is not working against you, but it is working for you. So what do you desire? See them with your eyes of faith and replay them in your mind over and over until it takes root in your heart. And I assure you that victory is sure. 
So God is saying to us today to press on. It's not time to back down. It's not time to give up. It's not time to quit or get overwhelmed by all that is happening around us. I can tell you this victories don't come by accident. Let us be intentional in partnering with the King as He supernaturally arms us with His strength to overcome the schemes of the enemy. See the opportunity in that adversity like David did and press on to victory. Occupy your thoughts with the Lord and He will fill you with all you need, the strategies you need to overcome that challenge. And today, if you haven't made this wonderful Lord and Savior the Lord of your life, it would be my utmost honor to lead you in the prayer of salvation. And you can say this after me. Lord Jesus, I surrender my heart to you. I repent of my sins. I believe you died and resurrected from the dead. I ask you to come into my heart and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for the grace to live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to God's family. I want to encourage you to find a Bible-believing church and become part of a church family. You know, we're not meant to do life alone. And you can contact us at info at spreadtheworldglobalministries.org and we'll be happy to send you some materials as you begin your walk with the Lord. Until next time, when we'll conclude this message, keep pressing on. Take advantage of your oneness with the Lord. Draw from His strength as you live aware and conscious of Him day by day. Be occupied with Him and He will give you the strategies for that battle. That adversity, once again, is not working against you, but it is working for you. You are loved. Bye for now. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.